This is the Show It Off podcast, where we are shamelessly and unapologetically confident. I am your host, Sarah Faye Schaff. I am a confidence coach, a yoga and meditation teacher, and founding director of the nonprofit youth program, Miracle Girls, which supports girls in their journey to self-love and sisterhood. This podcast is, is to support you in your journey to building confidence and radical self-love. This is episode number 17, and in it, I interview my dear friend and confidence coaching client, Kaimana. He and I talk about confidently building your dream life, listening to your intuition, loving the planet, learning when to say yes and when to say no, and the power of choosing to show up. I know you will love Kai like I do after you hear this conversation, and I hope that it inspires you to live your best life with confidence and a lot of self-love. For more confidence-building support, you can go to sarahfayshoff.com, enter your name and email on the homepage, and you will instantly get a free video on how to meditate for confidence and more from me that I only share in email, including, which I just finished recording, I'm so excited to share with you guys, five yoga videos on how to have like uh, build a practice, a yoga practice for confidence. You guys are going to love it. I worked really hard on this and it's all for you. So you can only get it if you enter your name and email on my website. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview. I hope you love it. Don't forget to share it with a friend. And you can do that by just texting and uh, texting it to them right before you listen. And it's really fun to call a friend after you guys both listen to a podcast episode and just chat about it. I do that all the time. And it's a really great way to stay connected with your friends in this technological time. Well, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So I wanted to have you on the podcast today because you're my friend, but also because your story is really inspiring. And I don't think you really realize it. And the reason I'm your friend is because of the first conversation we've ever had, we ever had, where you were just like, we were driving and you're just telling me your story. We were being really genuine and authentic because we had like nothing else to do and like nothing to lose. Or I don't know, our energies just meshed well instantly. And your story was so um, unique and compelling. And it was so real. And you really are, as your friend now, I know this about you, you're on this journey to being like your most authentic self, to living your best life, and not like in a hashtag kind of way, but like like really the life that you were building for yourself is one that you would dream up. And I think it takes a lot of love, self-love and a lot of confidence to do that. Like this world's always trying to convince us to not do that. So you have to like really know who you are and what you want to be able to persevere through that. Mm-hmm. And you do it all the time. And we see each other on a regular basis, and I see it all the time. Like, your life is fun, Hmm. and your life is, like, creative and artistic, and you make money, and 
you challenge yourself, you get out of your comfort zone, and it's like, it's amazing to see. And so I think that people could benefit from who you, like just getting a glimpse of knowing who you are and hearing your story. So that's why I put a camera and a video and a phone between us today. <laughs> and any other creative like device I could put for recording because because of that, I think you could help. Like, You know how Eminem has that song where he says, He's like, I'm not here to save the fucking children, but if I, if one kid hears this and relates, then that's fine. <laughs> it's kind of like that, you know, like someone will hear it and be like, wow, there's someone like in Hawaii, like in the middle of the ocean, that's like, like me and we can inspire. Yeah. Cool. Thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So like, tell me a little bit about, um, like who you are and like, your journey. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very big question, Sarah. <laughs> Okay, I'll narrow it down. So, what were we talking about when we met that was um, your story? Or you could share, like, what kind of a life you're dreaming up and what, like, you've just done in the past month that's create, helped to, to create that life and why why that matters to you. Okay. There's, like, ten questions in there. Right. So, I work with one. <laughs> I'm new to interviewing. <laughs> here's, here's the entire interview. No, go. <laughs> Okay, well, help me out. How would you narrow that down? So, where shall I begin? My story? Yeah, like, tell me, uh, we were were just talking about when I got here about, like, what your grandfather would want for you versus, like, your life and, like, how how that's the same. You know, just, like, who are you and why are you creating, why does that matter to you that you create a life that you love? So, I'll tell you some of my favorite memories. Okay. Some of my favorite memories when I was a kid is I, I used to reenact movies in real life using whatever I could find. Um, my sisters would enact certain characters. I would build like a whole set. Um, I remember reenacting 101 Dalmatians, getting toilet, <laughs> toilet paper rolls, stringing it through, lining it across the top of the f- ceiling, stuffing, stuffing it with cotton balls, then having a pull string and then I pull it and then it like slowly rains cotton balls. Wow. For snow? Yeah. In Hawaii? (laughs) So I was always about recreating um, a different experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But on my own journey I've felt pretty isolated because I made this agreement that I would basically be in a relationship with myself until I was 30, <laughs> which is an interesting fact. And I did grow up in a religious home. I mean, my parents are pastors and my grandparents were pastors. Oh my God. So I call it the righteous curse. And I ended it. Like I was a youth leader, but I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> uh-huh. So I feel as though I always knew that the, that, that in itself was a charade. And there were certain things in life that just didn't make sense. And I started questioning it when I was in my teenage years, like the big questions, where do we come from? Why are we here? And I would ask my friends and then we were like, you shouldn't you stop asking those questions. So I stopped hanging out with them and I started hanging out in the library and I felt pretty alone, you know? Um, so with this experience of like kind of isolating myself 
I feel the universe assisted me further into this journey where I had to really dive deep within myself and really know who I am at my core to be able to like meet these visions and dreams that sort of get downloaded to me and it's trying to like make reality to the prophecy and that's always been my appeal is like futuristic and ancient you know yeah how do we combine those worlds because really what's in the middle there is like where we are today so I don't know I wasn't very specific about my story but uh going back to like recreating these like really cool um environments uh I love movies I love um creating a show yeah so I also got into film when I was a teenager I got into acting I got into web design I got into graphic arts so these were like really great ways to express myself um though I hadn't really an agenda to express. So, today, coming back to like, what we just, you know, finished, is we just wrapped a movie. We did. (laughs) How about we uh, go into that experience, maybe? Yeah, well, I would love to, because y'all know, like last week I interviewed um, the leading lady of the movie, Maggie Francis and um, I played her best friend in the film which was an amazing experience and really 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 fun and oh by the way this is my friend Kai (laughs) never said your name yeah anonymous (laughs) Kai was the um, producer Uh what other roles did you have of this film I mean casting craft services which is catering (laughs) Transportation, um, <laughs> like therapist. Oh yeah, I mean that's off the record. Yeah, it was off the record, but it was definitely happening. Yeah, you did a lot to make this movie happen, but you were happy to do it because this was a dream of yours, right? It was a dream of mine because it was a fulfillment of something I wanted when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. and I got an agent, and I started acting and then like at 19 I was involved in the industry in Kona though Mm. it'd be small you know it's easy to keep the contacts close yeah so I was introduced to um, a producer and I was supposed to be the coffee boy but it turned out I became the producer oh my gosh I did the interviews I I got us um, room and board meals took care of all the transportation and I was 19 wow I mean I called Hilton got comped rooms I got all of our food comped like I did the interviews I booked the talent and I thought oh (laughs) okay yeah that just came to you yeah so I moved to Hollywood and I had some pretty out there ideas you know Mm -hmm. um and I I played in that that universe and it was fun I was a entertainment publicist cool um and I had, you know, on that path, if I continued, I would have become an agent or a manager, I feel. Because uh-huh. that would have been where I would have thrived. Yeah, I can see that knowing you, yeah. definitely. So having been able to bring all of that back to my home has been uh, fulfilling and also kind of serendipitous experience. Yeah. 
because basically all my friends were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Kai, you're born and raised here in Hawaii, and like, I mean, I'll just say for those of you listening who don't know Kai, of course, is that everyone who knows Kai absolutely loves him. And then we're just all like, Listen, let me be a part of everything that you're doing because you're so cool. I do a lot of things, though. You so. do do a lot of things. And so you bring in a lot of different people for that. And I was lucky enough to just be your friend, so I got to be in the movie. Yeah. Like, I didn't audition. People were like, how are you in a movie? And I'm like, um, because I've always wanted to be in a movie, and I'm a powerful manifester, and my friend is Kai. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. 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 And so, like, you let all your friends be a part of it, and you had a great time, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's the first um, full feature that I've produced. <laughs> so, so cool that you can say that. I know, it's finally. And it was not in L.A. Yeah, know? it was right here. It came to you. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? How it came to me is I really I let a lot of things go. Mm. You know, um, in the past two years, I've been on this, like, I mean, everyone kind of is on the, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Specifically, like, when you leave certain um, chapters of your life, mm -hmm. and you're, you're not quite sure which one to go to next um and i have options so that's sometimes the downfall mm -hmm. is um i was going back and forth between branding um cooking and film and i wanted to take film more seriously mm -hmm. um so i came up with a plan to do it do all of it at the same time <laughs> that's brilliant and um that accelerated I feel it saved me another year mm -hmm. uh, and it's really gotten me to this place where I know exactly what I do well because I've challenged myself through all of it and I know what I'm capable of beyond what I thought I could do because I didn't um, I didn't the coordination is in the co-creation with the universe mm-hmm and so you have to know that you are a shareholder, you know? Yes. The stakeholder is, like, really the one that is containing a lot of the, the power. And, and, and what our role is, is to, like, engage with that in a way where we feel there's a relationship. Not where it's, like, painful. Yes. Or you're in a box. And I've been there. I think that's kind of like when you don't when you feel hopeless and powerless and you want to know how do I get out of this hole um, you give up mm -hmm. you give up everything you want mm -hmm. and you just say okay let it go mm -hmm. and and then you openly take on whatever is right there in front of you because a lot of the grief and anxiety is like trauma mm -hmm. or um, anxiety fear of future yes so if we could just kind of like settle into where we are now, then like 99% of our problems go away. And then like, that's where you realize your power, I feel, is in your presence. So I was really present with like whatever the universe is bringing me. Yes. I had a really good attitude. Yes. And I said yes and no to things. Yes. You know? I do. <laughs> I think it's really popular right now, like people saying to say no to stuff. Yeah. And I don't really think that's people's problem. I feel like the problem is more about saying yes and or balancing your yeses and your noes yeah. with your priorities, yeah. right? And that's something that you and I talk about is like, what are our three main priorities and what comes our way? It has to go through the filter of, does this get me closer to my priorities or does it get me farther away from my priorities? And I feel a uh, navigating factor 
of that are our values mm-hmm. and um, I really had to re-engage what my values were because I had certain values that were conflicting um, such as how I make money mm-hmm. because I have a strong conscious on our ecosystem mm-hmm. and how it affects and how business is sometimes intolerable to mm. its effects so how do I venture into these different equities whilst also um, bringing harmony and respect and the other and that's that's the balance of the yeses and nos you know? yes so very well said and can I just interject right there because you were born and raised on this island and you just named two things that are part of who you are, that are a huge part of the people on this island, which is what we just said, which is like, is it respectful to the Aina? Is it like taking care of the earth? And the first one, it was, um, was it in like harmony with, um, with your true values? And, and like, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say how you, it's like, oh, there's a resourcefulness mindset here, mm. is what I'm trying to say. And yes, that's in line with the values, but the point of it is like being me from California, I've seen it's very much like ordering everything on Amazon, just as you think of it, um, throwing stuff away constantly. It's just like this very different here where people are like, I'm on an island. What do I have right with me right now? And how can I use it Mm -hmm. for what I'm, what I need? Mm -hmm. You're not trying to like buy something new. You're like recreating out of what you already have. Right. That's like something I see all the time here and something that I've learned living here. You being someone who born and raised here, it was like in, in you already to be like, how can I be resourceful? Like what's in front of me right now? Let me be present. And I just love that about you. And I love that about this island. So I just really wanted to like shed some light on those two points that you just made. Because I think a lot of people listening who don't live here, especially, yeah. you know, that's going to be something that's like, whoa, for them. Yeah, we call that uh, Malama Aina, mm-hmm. to care for the land. Mm-hmm. And really doesn't end there because it cares for you. Yes. You know, so it's the circle. The cycle, yeah. And if we, I don't know, that's cool that you mentioned that because I didn't really realize that that's why I wanted to do it because you're born and raised here and me yeah. being a, like a newbie it's it's something that you know is more noticeable to me because it was not it's very it's a, it's a big difference from what I grew up with oh yeah so yeah. I love that okay so you had about you you were being resourceful because you knew what you wanted and you learned how to balance out your yeses and nos and then next thing you know <laughs> like all of life comes in and At in the once. last month I have catered two 10 day retreats <laughs> casted a movie we filmed the movie for two weeks Yeah, running around we filmed over a dozen locations that's amazing with over a, a dozen cast members like so it was incredible fun. and yeah. it was every single day yeah like morning to night it was a lot of fun uh, in addition I created a new product a food product <laughs> wrote a cookbook yeah I had seven client meetings. Oh my god! Yeah, and you um, help people with their branding. Yeah, that's yeah. What you I make still client. have clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was always kind of like I focused either on branding, um, or I take time off, and then I sometimes focus on food or catering mm-hmm. or private chefing. But I kind of did it all, and, and I, I yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it taught me a lot. There was a few moments where because it got so grimy into like the tension of life yeah 
that I had to realize some moments where did I prepare enough for this? You know? And I feel I did a pretty good job. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But there's also that saying where it's like you're never going to be 100% ready, so just jump in and go, and then you'll be ready. <laughs> the readiness will come. You're well, like I, would, I, would be, I have been preparing for this, really, though. Yeah. Like, I, you know, when uh, the butterflies in the cocoon, it's not a butterfly, it's like a wiggly worm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the caterpillar. Yeah, those and ones. <laughs> those ones. <laughs> they eventually fly. Yeah, so I feel like we go yeah. through those seasons. I mean, yeah. we, we all know that. But the season I went through was um, like a clearing. And I got I got sick. I got, like, I, I got um, things that, like, physically brought me down where I couldn't move. I was bedridden. And it was the first time I really felt that because it taught me a lot of compassion for people in pain. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel I'm a very compassionate person, but you compassion are. is really from like sometimes your experience, yeah. and you can relate, and so you can say, okay, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, when you can't move, <laughs> yeah, some it's a compassionate moment. Mm-hmm. So having those moments um, prepared me because it, it left me alone even more. Yeah. And I sort of, you know, that scene in Star Wars where. They, she, it's pretty much one of those, like the return or something, or the, the awakened one. She goes down into like the darkness, uh-huh. and the void, and she's, you know, how mirrors reflect at each other and they create these like prism. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like, can't, yeah. like domino effect. Yeah. So she was in there and it was like imitating her, and then all of a sudden she kind of like, she was snapping, and then she kind of got control of it over it Uh, I feel that's what I went through yeah is like you go into the darkest part where you can't it's it it wasn't necessarily depression although there was very depressive moments because when you can't move you're like yeah that's dumb yeah Yeah. so in those moments though um you clear a lot of things out you know Mm -hmm. and like you're rendering out this um it's I feel it's like a temperature thing so like when you're in that darkness, usually it's cold, right? But what you're doing is you're warming up that space. You're bringing light to it, but it's really like heat. And you're changing that like crystalline and into this like different structure. And that's what happens, I feel like in our DNA, mm-hmm. is um, when we create these quantum shifts within our, ourself. And that's what I did. Like I created a quantum yes. shift because I said okay I'm letting go of this like and it's really like a lot of toxic thoughts the the toxic thoughts of like you not being enough or you know those things you have to get all of that out of the way yes before you can really have like a platform for your inner voice yes so true when you listen to that inner voice that you create sacred space around it and no one no one can like penetrate you there yes that is exactly it that is what I'm always trying to like that's what I'm always repeating yeah because so many people are stuck in that before place of I'm not enough and I'm never saying ignore that or push that away I'm saying push through Mm -hmm. 
like get to the other side of that and you just like articulated that so beautifully mm. and it's so true it's the only way mm. you have to like sit in that and in yoga they say um, you know the lotus comes from the mud yeah. you know and it's really a beautiful analogy for, for that sort of a lesson mm. is like the lotus doesn't grow in right. a perfect white like clear crystal clear water you know it grows out of mud yeah and it's hard to get through and it's yeah. dirty and it's messy it's dense it's dense and it's yes brown but and you muffy. have to because of when you're coming out and you're like hey i'm filming a movie in hawaii or i'm doing all of my passions at once and i'm yeah. killing it like that's that's shocking to people, you know, that's like um, a mirror to people sometimes, like if they're working in a nine to five that they hate or something like that, and they can yeah. bring stuff up, it can cause them to lash out. I've actually lost friends because of my podcast. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, it was hard for me at first because I was just like, what am I doing wrong? You know, but I am strong because mm. I went through the mud. Yeah. And so I know that I'm just a mirror and I, sometimes they don't like what they see. Like, yeah. oh, I wanted to be doing a podcast or or I wanted to be doing my dream job or whatever, and yeah. I'm not, and now you're just reminding me of that. So that happens a lot, you yeah. know, with people when they're living their dream. And and the only way you can, like, still love yourself when you lose friends or face all those adversities is to go through that and believe in yourself and mm -hmm. keep going. And because you did make it through the mud, you can do that. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, that's so cool. intense. You know, the the other thing I learned is um you talk about the flower. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about the bird and like flying. Mm. Do you know the first flight and what the first flight is? It's a fall. Mm. <laughs> wow. The minute you said that I just had this perfect little baby bird image totally, uh, yeah, right? falling out of the nest. Yeah. Like you have to fall to fly. Yep. It's the only way. You're so right. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> I love that. So, like, speaking of, like, just doing what you want to do despite, like, what people think. <laughs> <laughs> and being true to yourself and really honoring your self-love path. You said earlier that you made a commitment to be first and foremost in a relationship with yourself until yeah. you were 30. Yeah. You're past 30 now. <laughs> right? So tell me, like, how that... Keeping track. Keeping track. I am. I'm keeping track on you. You're like, tell me what that what that did for you, and what that was like, and how that like brought you to where you are now. Mm. Like, why? Why? Like, well, I don't know any like twenty something year old guy who's saying that, you know, either. So that's very, um, like, cool and and mature and like rare statement, I think. So, like, what caused you to even say that? Well, it was a co-creative effort with the universe, because it wasn't just like. As a teenager, I came up with that idea. No. Um, there were some traumatic things that happened and really affected how I interacted with um, myself in the world. Um, basically, like what it did to my body was if I, it kind of like told me if I liked someone, then it could cost me my life. Mm -hmm. So, what that did was that deterred me into this like low self-esteem um don't have a lot of value to offer type of path 
which is very valuable when you come out of it. <laughs> mm. So, I don't know. It was a couple reasons. I mean, that was one. I feel religion, not that I believed in it, but it played a, a part, you know, because uh. what it did was it kind of implied, okay, sex is sacred. And if you um, treat it as such, then you'll be rewarded. Mm. So I was like, oh, I wonder what that reward would be. <laughs> and uh, I have always had, like, a lot of big dreams for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what I want to do in this life. And I've dabbled in, effectively, like, little pieces of that. But where I'm at today is, like, fully rendering that into... Um, this reality where it's like I'm not in the lab anymore you know we're not in prototyping we're like shows on pumping these babies out right yeah so if I look at that like I'm happy I made that choice so basically my commitment was not to have sex (laughs) with anyone until 30 and I didn't it was an interesting like exit you know because it was like well you know people question people people like i would tell some people not that like i would just go telling no, people probably wasn't that. but if i told someone they would be like what you know yeah. like that would be like and then there'd be some questions after but i don't know that itself became sort of like a prize Ooh. yeah i'll be honest it was like the thing that I had that no one else had. Wow. And that's why it was kind of like this trophy. Yeah. That some people like envied. And that was kind of the point though. Yeah. You know? It's like I wanted something out of life that no one could have. Uh, or that was just something that was mine. And not that I really see the idea like of y- your... What do they call it? Virginity. Virginity is like necessarily that sacred I think what's sacred is what you do with it mm-hmm. if you find someone you really connect with great if you want to go on a journey and connect with yourself great too maybe yeah. Yeah. but I think it was definitely an interesting journey yeah I think that's fascinating I never had met anybody that did that I've heard people saying that they're going to save themselves for marriage before. yeah I think that's a uh, archaic concept me too and I never believed in anything other than my own ideology of, and uh, that may have changed time to time uh-huh. but at least I remain committed mm-hmm. you know? yeah. I think follow through especially when we make promises to ourselves is the most important and I think it's really common for people to break promises that they make with themselves and keep the promises they make for others but then it creates like a distrust and disrespect and um, just like within yourself like you know you're gonna fail yourself Mm. so when someone says like hey you want to run this like I don't know marathon with me or you want to like do a movie with me or you want to like whatever they're like in their head before they can even say yes they're like I'm gonna fail myself Mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna succeed but because you kept that promise to yourself it gave you another level of self-love you think so? I mean that's just my observation but totally I haven't really observed it from the other side you know right right um, but it did condition me. I feel th- I do have a, a different sense about myself because I I don't leave myself as much 
Oh, know? yeah. I think people lose them, themselves and other people. Yes. It's very easy. Yes. Like, I, I, I come home after a carousel of people mm-hmm. and I lie down and I, I'm dizzy. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. uh, you go through so many people's lives um, and none of them really see it. So it's an interesting thing to. Um, it's very Bodhisattva is like Buddha. Like when they, you know, when you create, they create these mandalas and then they, they destroy yes. them. So actually, I love that. Like I remember doing dinners, going to the garden, gathering the food, um, figuring out what I'm going to cook, put out the menu in the afternoon, cook it, and then serve it in the evening like a new menu every day and that's like so fun yeah you know because you are creating something that you're never going to create again and that's the novelty in life and yeah. i feel that that's the true purpose of why we're here and it's not to be manufactured or to be branded mm. as the same we have to all be different wow that's some deep shit <laughs> that's so good though it's true and i think that's part of like a like, I think the kids these days call it ba- uh, basic. When people mm. are being basic, yeah, they're, like, all trying to look the same, act the same, dress the same, talk the same, you know, text the same. And it's so, it's like the, the death of of us as yeah. individuals when we, when we move like that. I was just listening to Brendan Burchard this morning, and he was saying that creative self-expression is the root of joy. Mm. And um, I couldn't agree more, you know, to be able to express yourself creatively, whether it's through a meal or a movie mm-hmm. or, a re- or a blog post, like, or even an Instagram post. I mean, whatever you're <coughs> creating out of nothing and you're like, this was, there was nothing here and I just made it and it's a part of me and it's unique. And that's the, like, I'm, I work with a branding guy. Yeah. And he said to me, what makes you special? Like, why are you better or different or whatever than any of these other people? And like, like right away I answered I'm like I'm the only me <laughs> I'm like easy duh you know and like he just laughed because like he, he's thinking that I'm going to come at all this crazy angles and stuff yeah. and I was like I know that I'm here for a reason and because I'm the only me that's my unique thing yeah. no one else could ever be me and I'm never going to copy anybody else I'm going to come from a really authentic place mm-hmm. and your journey is such such an example of that like you've come from a really authentic place you've built a life that you love like and it really is rooted in your own creative self-expression of who you are yeah that has been a a big learning lesson to go against the grain of society Mm -hmm. you know yeah you lose a lot of security you do um and you talk about that uh the creativity um what was that quote uh, creative self-expression creative self-expression the is the root of I'm joy. paraphrasing no but, but you said the root of joy yeah so joy is like that beautiful blossom yeah right and the the root is that mucky so creative that that part the creativity part it's kind of a messy part yeah you know it is like there's so much uncertainty yeah like you 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 are, you're creating in a raw state and um, a lot of the things that I did put me in places where I did get nervous. Like, you do get a little, like, ner- I get nervous the first 
day I walk into like the retreat kitchen. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. The first or any any kitchen that I'm cooking for the first yes, time in. Totally. You know? Like going to a new house yeah. that we've never been to and cooking <laughs> a dinner we've never made before. Like there's a lot of uncertainty, you know? Yeah. But you just gotta go through it. Because you're experiencing something that can't be recreated and who would want to anyway? Yeah. And I I feel like that's the whole point if we all really just stopped creating copies of everything and just created our original art we wouldn't have museums wow <laughs> wow that's awesome i just had this thought of like i wonder how that relates to like people like cheating or having affairs yeah it's like they're looking for something new yeah you know um something new and something to make them feel alive yes yeah yeah but that doesn't have to come i think that's kind of the point from the shadow from, or from another person yeah it can come from within you can yeah. be with the same person for like 50 years and i would love to have that experience i really would i haven't had that experience but i think i'm young enough i could still have it and um and to not need a new fling or a new relationship to make me have that yeah, but you're feeling. you're uh, changing that the, the into is like something different, you know. You're channeling it into something more creative and expressive. Yeah. You know, I um, there's an in and an out. It's um, experiencing and expressing, and so that's all we're here to do. <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. That is an in and out. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The Taurus is going in and out of itself. Uh -huh. So we are both experiencing and expressing everything. I love that verbiage. One time I was at the dog park with my dog, Luciano. And this old man, like, he's really grumpy. And he comes up to me. And I don't know why. Just out of nowhere was like, what's the meaning of life? And, and I, I had a response. And I said, it's to give and to receive love. <laughs> and he looked at me like he had never even thought of that before. And then he looked down and he, he paused and he was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Wow. Yeah. And he walked away. And I was like looking at myself like, where the hell did that come from? You know, it was just like this answer that like just came through me. like a pop quiz by God. <laughs> I, I think I passed. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can stay here. Yeah, you can stay. You're good. You and your dog are good. <laughs> and, um, but when you just said that, um, it's the same thing. Like if you're, you're, you said to experience and to express, that's the same thing as to give and to receive love. Yeah. Because creation, create, creative energy, it's divine, mm -hmm. which is love. Mm -hmm. It's like we're human and so we categorize, we have these like cute words for everything. Yeah. But really, like the energy of that is love. Yeah. And you know what's in between giving and taking? What's between giving and taking? Um, experiencing? Sharing. Oh, sharing. I love that. Yeah. So that's the balance. That's the, the yeses and noes. Co yes. Cooperating. Sharing. Yeah. Like you're sharing with us today. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that Kai and I had a plan to hang out today. And like on the way here pretty much, I was like, <laughs> how about we record it? How about I make it yeah. a podcast episode? And you were so down and I love you for that. Yeah, Thank of you. course. Because I really do believe that, um, you know, like so, sometimes I, like I will say, okay, like, divine, like, light, love, God, whatever you want to call it, like, what do you want me to hear today? Like, what do you need me to know today? Mm. And then I'll just push, like, shuffle on Pandora. 
You know what I mean? Or I'll just like open my podcast library and I'll just go and I'll yeah. just see what like stops. Yeah. And I'll put I'll push and I'm like, okay, like I'm using this technology, like I always say like work through me as me, like that's my prayer. And then I could also say, and I do please use this like deck of cards or this magazine or this phone or whatever to like give me the messages that my angels want me to hear today you know and so like I just really hopeful that like someone out there like just needed to hear this today mm. and maybe they're like on the verge of like you know starting a business or quitting a job or you know just really following their dream and maybe it's just to be something that's creative and unique and it's not something that is like really supported where they live mm -hmm. and they can like hear your story and just be like you know what I love myself enough and I, I I'm not maybe don't feel confident enough to do it but I know the confidence will come because of this action mm -hmm. you know and the confidence like don't you feel more confident now after filming your movie and after like like knocking out that month of all those things that you said that were yeah. all you yeah it didn't come like those things didn't come because you were confident like you did it because you love yourself and you were willing to try like you said the whole like caterpillar butterfly and and now you're feeling more confident because of it so if we want to throw another tip out there yes we do love tips so I realized this mantra that I grudgingly did not want to adopt <laughs> uh, but I came up with it in the afterthought of like, oh, that's what it is. What was it? <laughs> Showing up. That's it. Just show up. Oh. And it's like a really easy thing. Show up. But I started to show up to things that I was maybe reluctant to go to. Mm. And, um, you know, I was a lot more keen to my... instinct the intellect but intuition mm. <laughs> I wouldn't have followed you there but yeah, you found it. yeah. <laughs> so but you really listening to my intuitive okay, uh -huh. and it's saying like okay go here it was a vegan pizza party you know I was like I don't want God, to go. that sounds <laughs> so not I was like, delicious. yeah I was like I don't know if I need to go to this but the universe was like you gotta go mm -hmm. so I went and I met people at this party that were great contacts and they shouldn't have been there <laughs> oh. and I was like okay yeah I get it yeah just show up. show up so after that experience I just showed up for everything um, any request that the universe kind yeah. of gave me I fully took it on if it was in line with your priorities absolutely or, uh -huh. yeah yeah no, but it's like the, the universe yeah. is very generous. It is. It's a buffet of everything. It is. So if you kind of explore, you're going to see a lot of interesting things. And I do live a wider scope in experiences, I feel, because I do intentionally live like this multi dimensional life where I don't just work with clients and websites, build websites and. You know, I do like a lot of all the other things. And if I can live in that way, like I'm experiencing a lot, right? But the thing is, I haven't been expressing enough. So that's my new challenge. And that's what I'm intending to show up to is more of what I express. And I feel maybe we all kind of need some of that medicine. Yes, I 100% agree. And I love that you gave yourself a new challenge. <laughs> 
And that's how we keep going and keep growing. Well, you got to live daily. You do. You know, when you have a kid, you, like, always watch these, like, cartoons, yeah, and, like, Disney videos and stuff. And I find that, like, the universe even uses those sometimes to tell me stuff. I love it. All right? Like it's the, so true. The best, like, the best ones are when you're just walking by and then Mulan tells you... Though, even though mountain does not bow down to the wind, no matter how hard it flows. Yeah, Yeah, that kind of thing. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I met this guy, and it was, like, seeming like it was too good to be true, and I was feeling, like, overwhelmed with all this joy. And my my daughter was really into Aladdin at the time, and all she wants to sing is that song, A Whole New World, right? And I, like, heard the song since I was, like, eight or whatever, right? But then I'm hearing it, like, every day. And well, then you start hearing the lyrics. And then hearing the lyrics, and it's like, um, don't you dare close your eyes, you know? Like, um, hold, don't hold your breath, it gets better, you know? Uh, and I'm just like listening to this song, and she's three, she's singing at the top of her lungs all over my house, and I'm just like laughing, because I felt like she, the universe was like using this movie and my daughter to let me embrace what yeah. was happening to me, which felt like really magical and new and like out of this world. Like and this... And then it was like the universe like giving you exactly. this like preview exactly. of like what is happening. Exactly. Those are magical moments. Yes. Those. So then, then it continues. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, then we're, we've been going steady now for a little while and I'm like still feeling this like joy and amazement. And, um, but then I kind of started also feeling like, is it going to run out or like, you know, like where's the dream? And then now she's watching Tangled. <laughs> I know this is so not even a joke, and the tang and tangled. This episode's not sponsored by Disney, by the way. No, it's not. It just happened to be a mom, and she's like, she's like sad because her dream is like happening, and she's like got a little bit sad about it because it's like about to be like the biggest thing that she's ever dreamed of is about to be experienced, and then pow, you know, yeah. like over, and. And he's like, well, what's wrong? And she expresses this to him, and he's like, well, this, that's the best part, because now you get to get a new dream. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to it like, oh, my God, this is so good. This is so true, you know? And it's just like, I love that you said that, because it does, you have to show up for life every day. Show up. Yeah. I think I know what this episode is going to be called. <laughs> People might think that I know what the episode is called before, but I don't. And it always comes from within the episode. Yeah. And I think that that is a really... A beautiful lesson and definitely going to be like um, the over the over light of the whole conversation because you did show up for life you continue to I showed up to my commitment your commitment to yourself yeah and you're living a beautiful life yeah you know I was um, living at a friend's farm like a couple years ago and I was you know at the very bottom of the roller coaster ride Mm. Uh, sort of drifting and then I look at myself today and I'm definitely proud yeah you should be I've done a lot yeah you know but I needed that time too where I wasn't doing anything Mm. but it, it is in those moments where you're like you go through contrast and I feel as though it's okay to change your mind on things it's okay to like change at all and I feel if we could embrace change as like the thing that I mean is always going to happen anyway then we can always be know that we're okay yes and doesn't mother earth always remind us that change is natural and normal yeah 
the seasons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that. And I feel really inspired and excited. I'm so glad that um, you were down to, of course. <laughs> to let me record us today. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And someday we'll be able to see the movie. Yes, Jasmine will be released in 2020. Uh, co-starring me <laughs> I can't believe that that's so cool it is cool we'll have to have a party we will we'll have to maybe we'll fly to LA actually we're gonna have a launch party here here? a premiere party oh yeah. my god that's so exciting maybe we'll get the Palace Theater oh how fun yeah. that would be amazing be cool right okay we'll invite you guys to that don't feel left out yeah you look, we'll look, be there. look in the newsletter yeah <laughs> we'll, put it, we'll post it on the bulletin on the website <laughs> yeah, definitely will thank you so much oh I yeah love you. great You're the best <laughs> and you know what i'm gonna show up yeah i'm gonna show up more you I show am. up great <laughs> you've inspired me i love you I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, my friends. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast, for leaving a review on Apple uh, Podcasts. Thank you for sharing with a friend. And I just want to remind you to go to sarahfayshoff.com for your meditation video on how to meditate for confidence once you enter your name and email on the page. And you could be a part of this community and I will continue to send to you support on your confidence building journey. Love you so much. Thank you again for being here. Remember you are perfectly made so go ahead and show it off. Show it off, show it off, show it off. I pick up a drink, I'm spinning my yellow dress. Give it up, give it up.